Awareness sucks until it doesn't. I should know. I've been a practicing licensed clinical social worker in New York for more than 30 years. We have been given enough awareness, awareness on how to expand to satisfy the two universal desires, being happy and being loved. Now what? Now it is time to live it. This podcast focuses on transcending awareness into practice. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. Today we talked about what is ignorance from the intellectual, psychological and spiritual point of view. We talked about the fact that we know there are negatives about ignorance, but is there a positive side to ignorance? What is the opposite of ignorance? Are there levels or areas of ignorance? Is there a choice in staying ignorant? And of course, we ended with suggested experiential ways to transcend the state of ignorance. So, hello, Mary. Hello. Thank you for coming and uh, for choosing a theme as incredible as ignorance <laughs> and I, I think you chose a theme that is the opposite of the podcast awareness about and today's awareness about ignorance in in some ways it, it's it's like an oxymoron mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so how do you have your first question Yes, yes. So what is ignorance? How would you describe it? So uh, so if I think about ignorance from the from an intellectual or psychological point of view, ignorance, a lot of people think inc- ignorance is when you don't know, but ignorance is when, you don't know that you don't know. So, which is very different. You don't even know that you don't know. So, for example, can I be, can I say I'm ignorant about warfare? I've never been in an active battlefield. No. Because I know that I don't know how it is to be in a battlefield. Some people, I find, use the word ignorance, ignorant as a judgment. Oh, he's ignorant, she's ignorant. Which really, what I realize, they, is a judgmental word, of course, is, is used as judgment. And it's really about stupid, he's stupid. She's stupid. Oh, she's ignorant. Which really, 
some people use it as equal, as, you know, they're stupid. But I want to say that it's not stupid because stupidity exists, of course, and it's a matter of very, very low IQ. But there are people with very high IQ that are seriously ignorant. <laughs> so ignorance does not, um, is not equal to, to stupidity. Sometimes people use that as a judgment. And also I wanted Mary to present ignorance from a spiritual point of view. So from the spiritual point of view, I want to refer to a book called Discourses by Mary Baba. And um, ignorance is presented in that book as the principle of ignorance is presented as taking what is important as unimportant and taking what is unimportant as important. And the third part is giving to a thing an importance which is other than the importance which it really has, which I think is fascinating. So it's really, in that book, ignorance is presented as a very big mistake about giving a value to something that doesn't have a value uh, of its own. So, and, and furthermore, um, there is um, a reference to false values and true values. And true values is presented as True values are values which belong to things in their own right. They are intrinsic, which means they are absolute, permanent, and do not change from time to time or from person to person. I mean, that is fascinating to me anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and false values is presented as false values derived from desires and wants that we have that are relative and impermanent and change from time to time and from person to person. So for example, if, I, um, if I'm in the desert and I'm thirsty, at that moment, water has the most value. But if you're home and you just reach for water, Water does not have a value for you, the same as it has for me. So that's a false value. That's a, an example of a false value. So what is ignorance? Um, in some ways, we all carry a certain amount of ignorance, and it's for different reasons. You know, if I present it from psychological point of view yes. and spiritual point of view. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, is that does that make sense yeah, to you? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, yes, it does. So then I would wonder, what are the positive aspects of ignorance? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way I, I I present a definition is: can there be any positives? Well, you know, there's a saying: um, ignorance is bliss. 
Well, until it's not. <laughs> so, but ignorance, it, it can protect one from dealing with situations that their existence, their, where they are in their life right now, is just not ready to tolerate, not ready to deal with. It, it, it protects one's limits. It offers... So I just want to say that even if it's very obvious that ignorance is not a good thing, and you know I, I'll talk about that, um, it can be helpful at times when we are just not ready to face something. So it can serve us at times. It does, definitely. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is, would you say that's the gift of it? Yeah, I would say that is the gift of ignorance. That when one is ignorant about a certain situation and stays ignorant, I personally trust it. Because, you know, in my work, working with, with clients, um, if a person presents something and... Um, and I point out a way of looking at a certain life situation differently and they just don't see it. I respect that and I bug off because sometimes we're just not ready to, um, to avoid our ignorance. So is that a word to the wise that you're when you're speaking to someone and they really are resisting it that yield it, yield yes <laughs> let it be mm-hmm. and in some ways trust that if that person refuses to see something there is a reason maybe they don't know maybe you don't know maybe nobody knows the reason but it, it so it's not only yield but respect the other person that they're just not ready to hear it and leave it alone. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but leave it alone after you you present another view, and if it's dropped or fought or, uh, and also it depends how you present the other view. If it's uh, pushing it down their throat, uh, <laughs> of course you will get resistance. But if it's just putting it on the table for them to see, and they just choose to ignore it and push it away so respect that okay yeah so you respectfully plant a seed and then step back and see right what on happens. Mary yeah that's what I'm talking about okay thank you so what would you then say are the negative aspects of ignorance uh, do we have enough time <laughs> <laughs> well um, ignorance If we go through history, if we go, forget about history, let's talk about life stories. If we go through, if someone goes through their life story and they think about past where they felt so much pain, they suffered, and at this moment they no longer suffer about that particular situation, is because they gained a new angle of seeing what happened. So basically what I'm saying, ignorance can cause 
unfathomable pain, pain to oneself and to others. And let's not forget that everywhere we see that ignorance, if we study, is the root, is the main root of suffering, of judgment, of hate, and of discrimination. It's pretty powerful. It is, ignorance is as powerful as truth with capital T. That's how powerful ignorance is. Wow. So, because the word has such a negative connotation, because I guess we generally think of the negative aspects of it, what are some other words or synonyms for the word ignorance? Well, you see, um, if you look at the dictionary, let's say, and you go to synonyms, you will find words like unawareness, illiteracy, inexperience, unfamiliarity, obliviousness, lack of knowledge. But these are only partly describing the they're not totally synonymous because what I said in the very beginning it's not knowing that you don't know so if you don't know that you don't know there's no search for it yes so to say lack of knowledge but the example I gave that I don't know how the battlefield is I know I don't know that's not ignorance that's just not knowing. And illiteracy, you can be as educated as possible. That does not equal with um, lack of ignorance on certain areas. Yeah, it sounds like ignorance is a different level of knowing, not just book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's why in the very beginning, Mary, I it was important for me to also add the spiritual point, point of view because it really has to do with confusing what's important, confusing what is a true value of an idea, a person, a situation. Yeah, understood. So then how would you describe, what words would you use to describe the opposite of ignorance? Well, um, awareness <laughs> is a, a, a common word that people describe the opposite of, uh, of ignorance. Um, seeing, knowing, but really is knowing that you don't know. That is the, op the opposite of ignorance. If, if you but if you know, if you know, if you know that you don't know immediately, that is that's breaking through ignorance. Yes. So, can we say awareness of what you don't know that you? It, it's very complicated, isn't it? Yeah. As we are talking about it, it's what is the the opposite of ignorance? It's not just can you say can you say I'm aware of 
knowing what I don't know? I don't know. Can you say that? I guess I would think maybe some people might have the humility to say, I know that I don't know all things. It should require some humility, right. doesn't it? Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Mm. So where is intuition in this process? Well, that takes us to what is intuition? You see, um, Intuition and ignorance, in my opinion, are oxymorons. When you have ignorance, when you have intuition, it cracks open ignorance. Uh, but intuition, um, you see, intuition breaks all habit patterns because intuition doesn't come if it's authentic intuition, because very often intuition is presented, um, the mind plays games and the mind gives us an idea, uh, camouflaged as intuition. So intuition, first of all, comes from the body. It's, 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 from the, it's a gut reaction. It's a gut knowing. And it is not related to intellect. It's not. Because very often when we have an intuition, it's, it's, it comes in a message of perhaps a direction we have to take that, that is in contrast with what we think is right, what we think is appropriate. And it can create havoc in a life. It can create, in, introduce you to taking steps that are exactly opposite, will cause inconvenience, will cause so much change in life. So intuition, when you're ignorant, you it's almost like, um, and you have an intuition, there is an opportunity, and you, you're able to listen to your intuition, trust it. You see, there are many steps involved in intuition, because all of us are naturally intuitive it, it it it's a birthright do we know we have intuition do we know how to hear our intuition trust it and the most important part follow it so actually intuition has the possibility if you're able to hear it and to trust it, it has a possibility of making a crack into ignorance. Hmm. That's a very good question, Mary. So I feel like we're talking about ignorance with the capital I as well, which is overall generally. Are there areas of ignorance? What do you mean areas? Like in life, like to be aware of, like, can you give me an example? Like there are some things that I, well, one has great awareness of um, or open about, and there might be other areas which are, I'm one is, uh, you know, or I might be completely ignorant about and closed to. So it's not a generally ignorance a person is not generally ignorant, but might be ignorant in certain areas 
of their life that they're not ready to not to have more awareness about. Right on. That's okay. the answer. I think from our discussion so far, these, the answer came by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be, um, you might become, you be- become very aware about um, your pain, let's say, where the, your pain is coming from. But be you don't know that you don't know and and assume that someone else in pain it's similar to yours but that's not true each person for example that point that example so if you are in pain and the situation you're in pain is similar to mine it's not correct to assume, oh, I know how you feel. No, I don't. I know how I feel when I'm in pain about a certain situation. But you come with a whole different history and you experience pain differently. So that can be, igno- um, I don't know that I don't know your pain. Right. So, so would one move from being ignorant to being aware or are there levels of ignorance does one move out of ignorance slowly or do you get that crack and you're no longer ignorant I mean, let me well, ask why well, yeah. ask you that you know you spoke about the the saying ignorance is bliss um, i've also heard people say things like what you don't know won't hurt you or can't hurt you so i'm wondering is it a process or it is it an event to come out of ignorance? I think it's both, Mary. I think certain aspects, you get a crack on the head <laughs> and, and you wake up. Huh? And it can also be that gradually you're waking up to a certain situation. I think it's both. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I guess originally I was thinking about, I wonder if ignorance is conscious or unconscious. But I think from what I'm hearing, that could also be both. I might choose to remain, but I also may not know that I don't know. But that's always it. Ignorance, you don't know that you don't know. So in my opinion, ignorance is unconscious. Okay. Yeah, I really think ignorance. But you see, um, because the synonymous words that you asked before, Mm -hmm. um, some people use that as ignorance. In that... You, you don't get how s- serious pure ignorance is. It's very serious and very deep. I mean, the, the, not knowing that you don't know is, is pretty serious. Yes. <laughs> so I think it remains unconscious. And yeah, yeah. So what kinds of things, I mean, you talked about the crack on the head. So what kinds of things shift the person out of 
ignorance um does timing or environment or experience what plays a part in it so what shifts a person out of ignorance so now i think you are bringing us to so we said what we said about ignorance hopefully we raised ours and our listeners awareness about ignorance so you have more awareness um now what now what so if i go back again returning to um, some information in the book that i mentioned before discourses it is uh, maintained that it is imperatively necessary to know what is false to know it to be false and to get rid of the false by knowing it to be false it's a mouthful it is so know what is false to know it to be false and to get rid of the false by knowing it to be false so it's 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 first being based on that it's it's really becoming aware of the differences between false values and true values like i said before what right. are false and true values um and then how how do you get rid of ignorance you see when the timing is right for a particular person for each person there are incidences that happen bef- beyond our control often both pleasant and unpleasant i talked about the crack on the head but there are also some pleasant incidences that can happen that force ignorance to crack so um so for example if someone has a personality aspect of curiosity of deep curiosity that is a way of leading you of uh, inviting you to do to search research search ask questions and the possibility of taking you to places to give you information or experience to see something from a complete different point of view that what you held dearly dearly for life all this time so being curious it's a great help and is something that can be conscious so i i want to know about different so i do research i i talk to people and today my god there's so many sources of information uh, that we can is literally in our fingerprints uh, tips another um way is when we're talking about the spiritual side the, the p- point of view you see every religion has also a, a mysticism a mystical angle in that all the truths 
and true values are revealed. So, for example, for Catholic religion is Jesuits. Mm -hmm. The writing of Jesuits. For mm -hmm. Christians is the writing of Gnosis. For um, the uh, Judaism is Kabbalah. For, so, so I'm just talking about the mystical aspect of it. Every religion has a mystical aspect. Uh, Buddhists and Hindus manage to have uh, unchanged, actually. It's pretty pure, their religion, as it comes through. So in there, too, if people are interested to read those parts, first of all, you find an incredible um, similarity of all religions in the mystical aspect. Uh, and that offers the opportunity to see truths, to, to separate false and true values on that level. And then on the everyday experience, crisis, painful crisis, often cause people a crack in the head. And, and as painful as it might be, is using a crisis in your life not to um, get lost in the pain, get lost in the crisis, but maintain, if possible, some trust when crisis hits us that there is something there that by the way we can we might never be able to discern we might never be able to say what was the lesson here but just trusting that nothing happens to punish us everything works for us with us but when we in pain we're in pain we very often go to, oh, it's a punishment, or is is um, something to get rid of right away. Yes, it it should be, and you should, but there is a possibility of a message there that you didn't have before. Making mistakes is an amazing opportunity to learn from. But first of all, how many of us are willing and humble enough to say? It was my mistake. Usually we run in blaming some situation, people or person or the other pointing fingers. But if you're able to go and see your mistake, because if you admit a mistake and see what was an alternative way of handling it, that's an opportunity to be open to see something in an angle you didn't see before. Regrets, in my opinion, are mistakes that we didn't learn from and we keep them, um, uh, that we made mistakes and regret the mistake instead of, because when you learn what the lesson was there, every mistake is an incredible, the best opportunity to learn. So, for, and then now we are adding <laughs> the level of forgiveness, self-forgiveness, which is 
a different podcast yes. <laughs> altogether. But making a mistake, learning from it, it prevents you from having regrets. It really does. Because you learn and you move on. And in moving on means now you're you are perceiving and acting in different ways than before. A new way. And that can break through ignorance. And it's another way of breaking ignorance. And that is through being loved. You see, not a lot of people understand. And I'm not saying loving. I'm saying feeling, being loved, and allowing to receive love. When we feel we are being loved, part of it is being seen, knowing that we are being seen as we are. And it, it allows us to express ourselves more freely allow us to break out of protections that we were using that, that involved ignorance. Being loved gives an opportunity of the person that is loved to break through ignorance. No, oh, it's beautiful. That's Does that beautiful. make sense to you, Mary? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think two big takeaways for me is that once I identify a value as false, it loses its power over. And the second is that ignorance is worth breaking through when I can and when I'm ready because one, when one knows better, they can do better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Mary, thank you for your wonderful questions and uh, for our dialogue about this very, very challenging subject of ignorance. Yeah, thank you. I feel uh, quiet, pensive, and excited to be leaving with more things to think about. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. this uh, episode um, at least introduced the idea that there is such a state of not knowing that we don't know <laughs> and um, ignited a curiosity of what can that possibly be. Um, so that's all for today. Until next time. Yahara. Yeah,